This, this is News Talk. Well, there's a lot of doom and gloom in the papers about price hikes and inflation and all that stuff. This is the big ESRI report, which is out this morning. Journalists got the details uh, yesterday on it, and they've been poring over what the ESRI is saying. The Irish Independent, Russia's war on Ukraine is set to usher in a level of inflation not seen in Ireland since the 1980s, with rising fuel, food and housing costs straining budgets. So inflation price rises expect to hit eight and a half percent this summer. Uh, inflation has not been at that level since 1984, by the way, and wages and government supports are like unlikely to keep pace. So essentially, any pay increases that people get, any government supports, any um, social welfare increases, for example, they're not going to be able to keep up with the increase in prices. And what all of this means is that disposable income could fall by around 2%. So even if you get a pay rise, if you're lucky enough to get one, well, it'll all be eaten up by inflation and actually you'll still have less money, it would seem, uh, by the time the end of the year comes. The Irish Times, similar story, ESRI forecasts inflation will jump to 8.5% as the war in Ukraine compounds existing price pressures on the global economy. Uh, The Irish Daily Mail goes with a look at our food supplies. Now, they've done this for a second day in a row. Yesterday, they were warning of empty supermarket shelves. Today, they say the Cabinet has been warned it only has weeks to act to avoid food shortages and a shortage in animal feed. The Agriculture Minister, Charlie McConlogue, telling his Cabinet colleagues that the war has had a dramatic impact on Irish agriculture and supply chains and hyperinflation is putting farmers to the pin of their collar. So as I say, it's all a lot of negatives in the paper this morning about prices going up, inflation going up. If there's one glimmer of hope, it's on the front of the Irish Daily Mirror and its headline is Fuels Up, Foods Up, Sun's Up. So we could face fuel rationing and sky-high food prices, but there is some good news. Temperatures are due to hit 18 degrees by Friday. Probably means at least we won't have the heating on on Friday, so that'll help us with some of the uh, fuel costs that we are experiencing. Now, the Irish Sun looks at the wealth of Vladimir Putin, and they say on their front page, as mad Vlad bombs women and children, we expose his floating palace, complete with obscenely bling loo-roll holder, gold-plated monster, is how they describe him, and they say... The sickening luxury enjoyed by Vladimir Putin on board his 600 million euro super yacht is today revealed by the Irish Sun and he has tasteless gold Lou Rowe Lou Roll holders, not easy to say, um, and it, it does look very, very decadent, I would have to say. Uh, Vladimir Putin spared no expense on the six-deck yacht. Uh, pressure is mounting on Italy, where the yacht is anchored to seize it and sell it. Uh, an ex-crew member said Russian people paid for it. Putin needs his head flushing down that golden throne, according to an interview in the Irish Sun this morning. Now, you may have heard in the news there uh, a ban on sex for rent coming. The Social Democrats very happy about this. They're bringing it through the doll today. The Irish Examiner has it on its front page and understandably so because this paper has been covering the issue of landlords advertising sex in return uh, for rent for many, many months now uh, and the Examiner says they discovered numerous cases of landlords across the country seeking sex from prospective tenants in exchange for accommodation but the government will today back legislation proposing seven years in prison and fines of up to €50,000 for landlords who practice this uh, and I think a lot of people would agree with that and of course we only heard recently how some landlord in Clare was offering up a space for a slim Ukrainian woman 
who must send pictures of herself first, which is deeply, deeply creepy uh, and disturbing and something needs to happen for things like that. Now, the Irish Daily Star this morning has on its front page, Our Family Feels Cursed. And this is just shocking news and just not something you'd expect to hear. So obviously, Sandra Boyd, I'm sure you're aware of her. She was uh, gunned down in Finglas on Saturday night. Well, her family have suffered a third tragedy this year because um, we, the homeless man who was found dead in Dublin was Sandra's cousin. So Sandra Boyd was shot in the chest at her parents' home in Finglas on Saturday night. Her cousin was Josh Boyd, who was killed on New Year's Day after the bike he was riding struck a lamppost. And now the star has learned that homeless man Thomas Lynch Boyd Dowling, who was found dead in a tent on Monday morning, was also a cousin of Sandra's, leaving the whole Boyd family rocked after the third tragic death this year. Really, really sad story. More about that in the Irish Daily Star. Ilona Duffy, the GP's in the Irish Times this morning, and she says that COVID-19 patients are increasingly reporting gastrointestinal problems and longer-lasting symptoms in the current wave of infections. So obviously, I'm sure a lot of you know people who have COVID-19 at the moment. It seems like every second person on Instagram is putting up, you know, positive antigen tests or saying that they're isolating or whatever. Ilona Duffy said she'd seen many more patients presenting with vomiting and diarrhoea lasting for days while they are positive for COVID-19. So she's saying the symptoms are lasting longer. When someone has COVID-19, it's going on for longer, uh, the symptoms that they have. So there's a lot about that. Still no restrictions coming in. Uh, there are some calls for mandatory mask wearing to be brought back in, including from Luke O'Neill and the Irish Nurses and Midwives Organisation. And also, I'm not sure about you, but I'm hearing of people who had COVID-19 a month ago, felt fine for a couple of weeks and now have it again whatever is going on. The Irish Independent looks at St. Patrick's Day and the negative side of it. Gardaí arrested more than 400 people in Dublin over the St. Patrick's weekend. Assistant Garda Commissioner Anne-Marie Cagney said 434 arrests were made, mostly for public order offences, also for drugs or theft. And this is as more than 400,000 people uh, descended on the capital. On St. Patrick's Day itself, 127 arrests were made and then the rest of them uh, were made over the days between. You know, the way we had the Friday, the Saturday, the Sunday or whatever. So uh, certainly a significant number of people being arrested in and around Dublin over that long bank holiday weekend. Actually staying with uh, St. Patrick's Day parades in the Examiner this morning, the organisers of a parade have written to the relatives of Carlo pensioner Padder Doyle apologising for the tone-deaf entry in the parade. So the parade at Kilfenora was one of two parades that depicted dead pensioner Padder Doyle being brought to a Carlow Town post office. Uh, you're all aware of that story, I'm sure. A lot of people upset by seeing these images and we heard on Lunchtime Live here on News Talk a friend of the family, Walter Lacey, saying you know, he was very upset and the family very upset by it. Now the organisers have apologised and written to the family. They really, really apologise because they can understand the hurt it has caused them over the last few days. So uh, they've written to the family uh, about that. Now, final story for you comes from the Irish Daily Mail. Mother's Day is on Sunday. Uh, Some of you love Mother's Day and celebrate it. Others find it to be 
be a difficult time. The Mail looks this morning at what you actually call your mother and an age-old nationwide debate has finally been resolved. Research has found that most Irish people refer to their mothers as ma'am. Uh, a survey found that 31% of adults address their mother as ma'am. Thir- or sorry, 23% prefer mum. I really don't like mum. I just think it's notions, but I know a lot of people say mum. 12% say mom, and a further 12% use mammy. Uh, no mention of ma there. A lot of people say ma as well. And 4% of respondents say they call their mother by her first name. And others would get a clip around the year for doing something like that. On 106 to 108 FM. And at Newstalk.com. This, this is News Talk.